Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Three Under Par podcast. This is a golf podcast where Little White Ball is live. I'm your host, Scotty T, and we have a full house. Everybody's in the building. First time in a very long time. I'm joined by T-Bone to my right and KJ on the far side. What's up, fellas? How's it going? It's going. It's been a long time. Yeah. KJ, man, you are on the other side of the world this month. It's good to have you back. How's it feel to be back in the States? Still a little jet lag, to be honest with you. Yeah. Really, like, sleep schedule's all messed up, but... Sure. Good. Good to be back. Awesome, man. T-Bone, you doing all right? Yeah, I'm doing pretty good. Not a whole lot to report. Okay. Uh, yeah, I got to play some golf this weekend. Cool. So, yeah. yeah. I played golf with KJ. I took your money. Did you? Yeah. Oh. Check that Vimo history, bruh. Interesting. No, Guess it's I had all good. one too many fireball shots, huh? Man, we're going to talk a little bit more personal golf later in this episode because, <laughs> KJ, you really haven't told us too, too much about New Zealand. You are kind of catching me up when we were golfing on Saturday, but we're going to spend a majority of that episode or this episode with KJ talking New Zealand and what it's, what's it like golfing on the other side of the world other than Houston, Texas, which are where we spend a majority of our time playing golf. So uh, we're going to talk some Pebble Beach Pro-Am. USGA report, and then end with the personal anecdotes of KJ and New Zealand golf. Uh, before we do, follow us on social media at 300ParPod. That is the number three, 300ParPod on Twitter and Instagram. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please subscribe, rate, and review. And if you're listening and watching us on YouTube, welcome. Hello. Click that subscribe button to stay up to date with the podcast. Also, I did that uh, review on Northwood Club. I played. What y'all think about that? Y'all like that? I was pretty proud of it. I'm not going to lie. I'm not, a, I'm not a big technology guy. That's why I'm... This is, last two videos you made, pretty solid. We're dabbling in, into it. Yeah, I think you had. I think the technical term is B-roll. Is that what yes. it's called? You had some B-roll shots. Good, good B-roll, yeah. I was in a journalism <laughs> class in high school, so... Um, <laughs> nice. Yeah. Props. Fun stuff. So we're going to start doing more reviews. We played on Saturday, KJ. I got a few videos, a couple of picks I might throw in there and talk about our matches. Because that's one thing I like to do. You know, anytime we play golf, maybe do some videos of maybe of us playing a hole all the way through or us keeping track of our matches, whatever games we're playing throughout the time. What's y'all's favorite money game? Because generally we just play like a, what's it called? Nassau? Nassau yeah. Yeah, 555, something like that. It depends on how many people you have. I, I like doing the 555 or yeah. whatever it is, you know, Nassau, whatever it may be. I think I like to learn how to play some different games, like dots. It's just so much going on. I'm not a big fan of skins. Do y'all like skins? I like skins. I like skins. Wolf it Hammer. gives everybody a chance. Wolfhammer is fun. Wolfhammer. Yeah. Yeah, skins are okay. I think skins are better if it's like a group of 20 people or something like that. You know, yeah. like bigger your, number. Your Saturday game that you play with or whatever. So, yeah. Anyway, welcome to everybody out there. Glad you're here. Glad you're listening. And so we're going to, if you have any ideas for us, any YouTube content you want to do us to do on the golf course, let us know, comment below. We'll do it. KJ, any update on the golf tournament that we're planning on doing? Uh, we can offline about that later. I'm, offline? What? I'm not working anymore. Sorry. I, I'm way behind the eight ball on practicing and getting ready for that tournament. I don't think I've played my ball down. Um, all the way through. Oh, no, no, no. I'm thinking of the three-under tournament. That how prepared he is. Oh. Yeah, I'm thinking oh. of the three-under tournament because we're going to have like a three-under yeah, I've, I've got pricing. I've gotten pricing from uh, the three golf clubs that I think we would 
like to do it at. Okay. Um, Nate is still talking to um, company that he works with. Yeah. Um, trying to get them to get it passed through the company. Mm-hmm. Apparently, it's a corporate ladder you got to climb to get a golf uh, tournament passed gotta, through your company. Got to go through that red tape, homie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we're still waiting on that, but it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be fun. Also, I guess kind of an announcement. We'll be at the match play this year. Yes, we will. Sup. Oh. Wow. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what to do anymore. I'm all- yeah. Do we, <laughs> we point to the camera yeah. or for our listeners out there, we got a little bit of both going on right now. But yeah, we're going to be at the match play. Quasi part of my bachelor party. So that's going to be pretty fun. Yeah. I'll, I'll try to be good. Try to play some golf. Try <laughs> to do some match play. We can talk about this later too, but I'm thinking at least the amount of people that are going to be over there. For their bachelor party, we could probably do like a breakup to three foursomes, and I kind of want to do like a draft between us. Gotcha. And then have how like are, a how are the golfers that are going? You said there's twelve guys, right? It's about twelve, thirteen, somewhere in there. Yeah. Are all of them golfers? Nope, but some are. And okay. that's the thing about you know T Bone yeah, and I played at Baylor together, so I get first round pick. <laughs> I think that's fair. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll let T-Bone get the uh, first round pick. Yeah, since KJ didn't go to Baylor, he doesn't know as many of the guys, maybe a handful. So maybe at a slight disadvantage. So maybe he should be the number one pick since he doesn't know all the people. But let's not tell him how, like their skill level. He's got to go oh, based great. off so the names. Gotta, just, yeah, okay. That makes total <laughs> sense. Yeah, it makes sense to me. Anyway, so we can talk more about this later. Let's talk some AT&T Pebble Beach Pro-Am. Who won? Nick Taylor. Nick Taylor. Nick Taylor. Ended up coming out on top of the Canadian. <laughs> yeah. He's I won didn't really... before. I didn't know that. He won like five years ago. Really? Yeah. yeah. All right. He had already won. I actually watched a little bit of about an hour ago. He was hitting was nice it? high ropers on most of his shots, which I loved. The weather got pretty dicey out there, right? Yeah. it was. I think it was blowing like 20, 25 mile an hour gusts, which... That's big. Ooh. One of the first things we talked about when we did this podcast, no one cheers for the underdog. When <laughs> Phil's even close to the lead. Yep. Who who who's gonna be cheering for Nick Taylor? So you got Nick Taylor Nobody. one, Kevin Streelman number two. Streelman right. and uh uh what's his name? His amateur partner won it again this year. They're like only one of four teams to win it more than once. Really? Uh Larry Fitzgerald. That was his partner. What's the format? The football player? Yeah. yeah. Nice. Football player. Yep. He loves golf. Pretty he's good. good yeah, swing. he's a good golfer. Yeah. Yeah. The format? Um, I guess it's, you know, best ball. Because I watched them playing their own ball, the whole obviously. Yeah, because they're having the amateur tournament going on while they're having the PGA tour tournament. So a little bit the of the amateur ter- tournament is handicapped though, so that's why you'll see them five net four, things like that. So I mean, I think they were thirty six under par. So pretty sure uh Somebody was cheating the handicap system a little bit there. Yeah. It's always fun seeing Bill Murray out there. Yeah. It's, it's interesting, in my opinion. I think the AT&T Pro-Am has lost a little bit of its luster the last couple years, I'd say. Outside of Bill Murray, and you mentioned Macklemore. Macklemore was looking but, prime. One of the, it's, honestly, like <laughs> one of the uncoolest guys, more or less. But yeah. his outfits were money he w- he was looking mm-hmm. sharp tell us he had like so a he had a green... he was topping him out there too right in terms <laughs> of comment yeah I don't <laughs> not know. much of a golfer but he Macklemore. had a green you know my uh 
my uh, like cabbie hats that I wear. Yeah. Yeah, Ooh. the ones that you guys love. Ooh. He had a green <laughs> one with a, one day he was wearing a pullover and it had greens and bunkers all over it with a matching green cabbie hat. And then the next day he was wearing a red Lacoste cardigan with, I think, plaid knickers and oh nice so he went he went all out yeah he was looking money good good for him (laughs) hey look if you're gonna score high you might as well look good while you're doing it right i guess that look good play good doesn't really uh go that's what i do (laughs) nice yeah but like outside of those guys okay yeah the manning brothers too like there are a lot of celebrities out there but not much that are gonna make me want to turn on the tv so that's what i mean i think it's lost a little bit of its luster because if you know about the history of the tournament, Bing Crosby, avid golfer, great singer, he, that used to be his clam bake. That's what they called it, the Bing Crosby clam bake. And then it, the PJ Tour eventually took it over. And that's where, it was at the Bing Crosby clam bake where the legendary The Match happened. Had that book that went down. Are y'all familiar with the book? You are, right, KJ? Kind of. You're giving me a blank stare right now. <laughs> Just <laughs> is that too much golf from the weekend? Or too much alcohol, or you do oh not know? My gosh. I don't know, I'm, man. I'm definitely hurting from this weekend. Yeah, hey, it's all good. Uh, the match was two amateurs versus two professionals: Byron Nelson and Ben Hogan. Okay, yeah. yeah. Versus Ken Venturi and uh, the last guy escapes my name. I'm gonna look this up, but yeah. Anyway, AT&T Pro Am. Besides, I would say outside of those two guys. And Harvey Ward. I didn't have to look it up. Harvey Ward was the other amateur. Outside of those two guys, pretty good leaderboard. Jason Day. It's good to see him name, his name back in the mix. Phil. Phil. Mm-hmm. He won that last year, right? Uh, I think so. Do you think he can turn back the clock a little bit? You know, he's lost a f- few weights. Obviously, he's crushing the social media game right now. By trying to hit bombs, though, I think he's sacrificing a little bit of his short game and iron play, trying to get longer off the tee. But uh, his iron play was not very good. I watched him play the last few holes, and yeah. he missed every green pretty much. On Saturday, he just chipped the ball, and every like yeah. half of his birdies were just chippings. Mm-hmm. He knows that course is really well. He's played it so many times. Yeah. And it's not that long of a course. So, it, well, also, those greens are so tiny out there that if you just get remotely close to it, even if you can have a little chip, but I don't know. It's good to see him up there again. Do you see what he said about the U.S. Open, though? That he won't take a special exemption into the U.S. Open? So he's got to get back into the top 50 in the world, or else you're going to see Phil Mickelson going through sectional qualifying. Can you imagine <laughs> going... Can you imagine seeing that would be Phil unreal. Mickelson's name at sectional qualifying? If you're like an amateur trying to make it up, or like a Preston Stanley, or yeah. one of our buddies who are trying to climb the ropes... Of the PJ Tour, you see Phil Mickelson. You got to go out and beat Phil. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Oh gosh, that'll be it'll be awesome, but like pretty terrifying, I think. I don't know. Those guys are maybe a little mentally stronger than I am golf wise, but (laughs) (laughs) just just saying. I know, really out there. But also Gordon Spieth. Gordon. Gordon. Mr. Spieth. Jordan Spieth finished top ten. Big fan of Jordan. We all are. So maybe he found something. I don't know. I don't really have much else on the ATC Pro and well, else just watching want? a few of them. Yeah, yeah. Phil is hitting bombs, but he was, you know, missing a lot of iron shots. Mm-hmm. One person I that really stood out in my mind how they were hitting the golf ball was Jason Day. His swing was okay. better than I've ever seen it, and I don't think he missed many shots, but he missed, I think, three four footers right around that range on Sunday. 
Those Pawanas are not going to get it done. Not going to get it done. Did anyone see Jason Day's putt? He had probably, I don't know, two and a half, three feet, and it lipped out and almost came back and hit him in the foot. It hit him in the foot or almost hit him? It would have if he didn't move. The putt came back. That's a hard lip out. It was the hardest horseshoe I've ever seen. Yeesh. Yeah. Return to cinder. Yeah. (laughs) Love those. So with the tournament, what – did you not like it because or you think it's losing some hype because of the celebrities or what? Are the I golfers in it or what? Well, I didn't really watch many. I didn't watch it at all this weekend, to be honest. Sorry. But I think that's that kind of that's very telling. I was available on Sunday, but I didn't tune into the golf tournament. There wasn't really much drawing me to the tournament. Uh, CBS, I was following it on Twitter, though. CBS was on blast for their coverage. Uh, Clint Eastwood always makes his annual appearance. Man, I showed you all that picture right before we came on air. He looked like he was on Mars. Just trying to daydreaming. Look, Clint Eastwood is probably like one of the most famous people in the world, too. He was actually mayor of Monterey. Did y'all know that? Not knew that. Monterey, the city. He was mayor of there. And apparently that's how he introduces himself to some people. Not like TV movie star celebrity, but as mayor of Monterey. Pretty much of a power move. But, uh, I mean, it's Clint Eastwood, so you're not going to not have him on the broadcast, especially since he lives out there and whatnot. But there are a lot of people that live out there that are very wealthy and very well-known. Uh, I think it's time to bring in some other people. Uh, all due respect to Mr. Eastwood, but what is he, like 92? He's old. He's old. He's very thin, too. <laughs> yes. And, you know, CBS, they tend to be more on blast from golf Twitter for how less golf they show compared to other broadcast networks that are out there, like NBC. NBC shows a little bit more golf, but CBS, they'll, they'll show like the whales in the Pacific Ocean or mm-hmm. some, you know, we're showing you the FedEx Cup standing leads and it's the first week of February. Nobody gives a damn about that right now because the FedEx isn't until September. So there's just a lot of qualms, especially the no laying up guys. They really have like put a red alert on and brought that to the attention, but I just didn't really watch much of it. Didn't really want to, but Riviera's next week. I'll probably tune in for that. Yeah. We'll build. Yeah. Tiger's going to be back there. Yep. That just shows that look, if Tiger was playing this weekend, I probably would have watched. Mm-hmm. That just shows the drawing power that Tiger Woods has. He's the man. He's the goat. How about you, T-Bone? Do you like that tournament or do you care? No, I think it's cool. Uh, I'm trying to think if there were certain celebrities that... If well, the, that's the thing, that too. There added, weren't that many out there. And yeah. they keep showing Pebble Beach, which is great, but they also play some great courses as well. Part of that rotation is Spyglass. Right. What's the other one on rotation out there? Is it Poppy Hills? Mm, it's... Uh, I don't think it's Spanish Bay. No, it's not. Uh, it's uh, Monterey Peninsula or something like that. Oh, Monterey Peninsula Country Club. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Which we haven't played out there. No. I've played played Spyglass. So have you. Mm -hmm. Spanish Bay is one of your favorite courses. Very true. I love that course. Yeah. Pebble Beach is very infamous, especially those Ocean View courses. I like Spyglass more than Pebble, personally, playing them out there. But, uh, like, I don't know. I just didn't, I didn't really care for it this week. It was fine. It was okay. I think Tiger was the big deal. Tiger plays, everybody's watching. But I yes. like I like seeing celebrities. It, it takes that kind of, you know, strict tournament kind of feeling to every PGA Tour tournament and kind of turns it, you know, 
a little more fun. And I'm sure it's a lot more fun out on the ground, seeing those celebrities, right. seeing like a Bill Belichick out there who hasn't probably touched a club since he played in that tournament the year before. Right. Football right. or bust, that's what his mentality. But, you know, I don't know. It just didn't. I don't know if we're putting this, if I should put this out there since we're live and ed- not editing anymore. I can edit, but I'm trying not to. What if we? What if for next year they started putting out some very controversial celebrities out there? Like you get O.J. Simpson out there. <laughs> he is a golfer. Yeah. <laughs> you're telling if if O.J. Simpson tees it up, you're gonna have the most viewership you've had ever in the AT&T they just program. Play him in slow he's motion, featured, putting on the glove. Featured, he's a featured group on Sunday. <laughs> People you think you would get a funny. glove sponsorship? I, oh, I mean, <laughs> talk about like opportunity being OJ's glove company. Whoa! <laughs> I don't yes. know if we should be putting this out. There. There's this commercial. I... I promise you, it'll fit. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I, you know, I thought about I love putting it. this out there, but KJ just tucked it to the next level, but. Here we are. This I is promise you will. This is, hey, this is happening. It's already out there. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I think this is a fantastic idea. Look, controversy is good for business. So we'll get people to tune in. And OJ coming in on the first tee here. Who else would be controversial? What you can have. I'm surprised, I'm surprised like a – well, I guess there are too many people out there. Like a President Bush. He's a big golf yeah. guy. Yeah. But, like, like you can't no. keep the president secure. Yeah. Out there with that many people, so I mean, they had some Astros out there. You might as well just like get AJ Hinch out there too. So yeah. if he gets heckled a little bit, yeah, he's got some free time. Yeah. <laughs> oh <laughs> wow. Whoops, we're not talking Astros. Why do they keep coming up? Yeah, <laughs> we keep talking about them. It's, it's part of the doing, it's part of the healing process. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's been tough, man. It's been tough to be an Astros fan. I think the I think pitchers and catchers report this week. Yeah, but, but we're golf, golf podcast. Golf yeah. podcasts stay on topic. Uh, so, yeah, I don't know. Any other celebrities that catch your mind? I think they're missing out on like guys like Justin Timberlake. I think that's where I'm trying to get at. You know, Justin Timberlake. Not AJ Simpson? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, he's playing it before. Are there any other like convicted criminals that... He wasn't convicted. No, he, he was convicted <laughs> for something else, though. It was like uh, the sports memorabilia thing. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, so they got him for that and not... For, look, I don't want to talk about OJ too much longer. <laughs> <laughs> this is really getting off the rails. Let's come back here. Uh, speaking of Pebble Beach, last year was the US Open, USGA. The USGA report came out this week. What y'all think? I kind of looked into it, read it a little bit. It's been a busy couple of weeks for work. This week is going to be even busier. But, yeah, uh, what y'all think about the USGA distance report? Anything shocking or revealing in y'all's opinion? I didn't even look at it. I'm not a golf nerd, so I don't really look at this stuff. I, but the few things <laughs> the few things that I saw were basically – T-Bone, you're the best, man. I, I don't you're think, the best. I don't think anyone likes it because I saw two people comment on it comment on it and it was dj and um luke donald so you have like both ends of the spectrum with as far as distance and they were both like let's go more into the shot kj this is dj was like golf's already hard enough this is my strength blah 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 and then luke donald kind of said the same thing he was like the guys who hit it far that's that's their strength yeah like what what was the overall 
I don't think anyone likes it really, but at the same time, I think it's kind of necessary. Well, I don't know. Okay, so the USGA has been doing their report for like two years of figuring out about it's like a distance report because that's been a hot topic is the advancement of technology, the golf ball, yep. how far people are hitting it these days. Essentially, what's the cause of it? Some people say it's better athletes are playing golf. The whole working out fad that's been going on, uh, technology that's going on. It's a probably combination of all of it. But the USGA essentially came out with this report saying that, yes, technology is playing a factor in people hitting the ball so far. My initial thoughts were water is wet. Does yeah. the bear shit in the woods? Like, yeah, yeah. no no kidding, huh? Yep. Technology is playing a factor like this. You're telling me that a wound golf ball doesn't go as far as a solid core golf ball does <laughs> with the Pro V1? Like, no shit, Sherlock. Yeah. And then it's like the... It's like the NFL finally admitting that like CTE is a problem. It's like, yes, like mm-hmm. we all know this. Yes, technology is helping people hit the golf ball further. So now the question is, what are we going to do about it? Uh, there's been a lot been going on saying that maybe professionals might have to start playing with different equipment than amateurs. Similar to how amateur baseball players use metal bats and how professional baseball players use wooden bats. They'll probably institute something like that. Or do they just say, F it, no chance. We need to dial everything back. You know, like how they put f- the, the driver head has to be 460cc? Right. Put even more limits on technology, whatnot. But then, you, then again, you got the manufacturers that are saying, hey, you've never put limitations on us now, but now you're going to do this, but we have all this inventory and equipment that's out there. Chick stick the long ball though, right? T bone can't take the long uh, ball out of golf. So it's I. But then again, it's like all these golf courses are being built to accommodate lo- all this technology advances that are making old golf courses obsolete. I don't really know what to do here. It golf's in a weird place with the whole distance control because the cat's out of the bag. The, you can't put the toothpaste back in the bottle with the technology and the difference. I don't know what you do about that. Like, St. Andrews is almost irrelevant now for the professionals. For the amateurs, you know what? This technology helps the average amateur player. So whatever helps you play better and have more fun on the golf course, I'm all for. It's the top 1% of amateurs. It's the top top 1% of amateurs and the professionals that this is really going to affect the most because you're growing up playing junior and high school and college golf with certain types of equipment, and then all of a sudden you got to tell them, oh, nope. Yep. You got to play with something different. Sorry, Justin Thomas, you can't use that driver anymore, so then he doesn't hit the ball near as far. He's a little guy. Maybe that does play a factor. I mean, obviously he's really in shape and takes care of himself, but shorter hitters like Jordan Spieth and Luke Donald, those are the kind of guys that's going to affect the most, not your Ricky Fowlers, Rory McIlroy's, DJ's, Brooks's. So... I don't know. That's just I just kind of went on a little rant right there, but yeah, I I guess congrats to the USGA for recognizing it, but that's like I don't even know. I don't even know what that's like. It's like oh hey look, there's a a plant. It's green. Yeah. Thanks. I mean it is. I mean better athletes. I mean it used to be back in the day it was just you know the fat kid that couldn't play basketball or baseball or football would play, play golf. Play golf. You know. Yeah. Um. So it is better athletes, but technology is the big deal. Um. How you regulate that is the hard part. It's, it's not Definitely. that it's an issue. It is, you know, technology, but it's, there's no black and white there. There's so much gray area with regulating it. That's going to be the tough part. There's no question that the USGA was asleep at the wheel though, while all this was going on, 
What's that story that Max likes to always tell about the Pro V1 and Ben Crenshaw? You know, know what I'm talking about? I think it's something a, along the lines of... It was a state so, tournament, and it was, I think the lowest scoring record was... Uh, I think Ben Crenshaw ben, held the 36-hole state scoring record in high school state of Texas for like, for like 30, 30 40 years. years. Yeah, something like that. And That's then, when the Pro V1 came out? And then when the Pro V1 came out, like 10 guys broke it yeah. in one year. Look, it's the solid golf ball. Yep. And that's probably that Pro V1 365 yeah. or whatever what it was. Because it was the Bellotta golf ball right before that, right? Yep. Didn't Tiger win the, his first Masters with the Bellotta? I don't know. I don't think so. It wasn't too long after that, though, in like 2000, 2001, where the Pro yeah. V1 came out. Look, there's no doubt that technology has played a big factor in golf. Look at the changes that have happened at Augusta National. I, f- I think that's like a good barometer of an old Alistair McKenzie-type golf course that Tiger was an athlete probably ahead of his time. I was throwing Jack and Arnie in there of their eras as well. But they essentially had the Tiger-proof the golf course. But now everybody yeah. is hitting it where Tiger used to hit it. And they've still – I mean, think about number 11. They've made that hole 505 yards. That's not how Alistair McKenzie designed that golf hole. And now the hot topic is 13. What are you going to do on 13 at the Masters? That part five? Amen corner? Yeah. Do you remember when Bubba Watson hit that drive? He was sitting 140 out. Yeah. Or 150, whatever Unreal. it was. Like, he took it over everything. Now, what Augusta National does next, I think they're waiting for the governing bodies to do this or to determine if they're going to put limitations on it. If not, then if they just say, F it, let it ride, see how far you can get. I don't know how much further like the guys can hit the golf ball. I really don't. Yeah. Like there's it's like how fast can a sprinter go? Yeah, people are always trying to get faster, but there's got to be some sort of like limitations of human ability. Yeah, I, I mean it's just it's it's hard when, you know, growing up, if we had a 450-yard par 4, that was deep. That was a it's big freaking hole. Freaking out. Yeah. Growing up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that's still I still freaked still out deep. a little bit, man. But you look at guys like DJ, what's he hitting on a 450-yard par 4? He's probably hitting 9 iron in. Driver pitching wedge, probably. Yeah. I mean, even for us, 450, I mean, obviously depends on the wind, but if there's no wind, I don't know. Probably hitting driver seven iron, eight if you crush yeah. it, or yeah. six that's if you right. don't hit it well, but that's still a mid iron. Yeah. You don't see a lot of those par fours. Not out there too today. long ago, I was hitting hybrid into <laughs> those holes. We remember those days. Hey. I still beat you. On better lines than my nine irons. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Hey, I'm getting longer. Oh, my gosh. You (laughs) bombed it Saturday. You were bombing it. Yeah. I was was sending it really good. I specifically remember two shots that I hit over 300 yards, and one of them you had me by like 30 yards. (laughs) Come on, bro. Yeah. Don't at me. No, that was fun. Uh, It's just interesting. What the USGA, so pretty much the report was, hey, this is what we found. Okay, great. Water is wet. Is the Pope Catholic? Like, yeah, of course. So what are they going to do about it next? I don't know. Them and the RNA. I don't know what they're going to do. That's the hard part. I don't even know, like, what I would recommend. At least from, like, I mean, okay, we're not close to to professional golfers. I would say we're probably high-level amateur players, though. Not like USAM and stuff like that, but, you know, good. We're, We're definitely better than the average players. If you, so, like, somebody like us, if they, let's say they make tour... Uh, clubs and balls, would you want to even play with those or would you want to stay with the equipment that you have right now? No. 
<laughs> be like, I, oh I'd yeah, stay, let me let me tip it up to seventy two hundred and yeah. see what if I can play with the pros. That doesn't really interest. Sounds me. terrible. Yeah, it sounds terrible. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> That's all you got. I'm pretty sure we knew where you stood on that side of the fence, anyways. <laughs> yeah. What if the golf manufacturers come out with something else? Do you think you could beat me and KJ? If we had to mean? use the yeah, if we had to use the new dialed back equipment and t-bone got to keep his regular stuff t-bone do you think he could beat it us it depends on i don't know that that depends i'll say yeah sure <laughs> oh. interesting. they can't handicap the clubs that much <laughs> we're gonna see the guys on tour shooting even par winning tournaments then <laughs> how many shots do you think you we would give you still i've told you the difference i can shoot 70 to 89 <laughs> depends on the day <laughs> You'd be you'd be somebody really really hard to like give you a certain amount of strokes. Yeah, because I feel like very easily I could probably like beat you by ten with strokes, and then you could have just smoked me if I gave you ten strokes. Yeah, really depends on the day. Yeah, nice. Okay, well USGA report. We'll see what happens. Only time will tell. I don't, again, I don't know what I would recommend to if I was commissioner for the day. I don't know what I would do in this. But oh well, let's move on to. Man, there's something else I wanted to talk about. Is there? What was it? Oh, no, my show map in front of me. Slash, I didn't really make a show map for this episode. Oh, golf gossip. Or worth noting that the PJ Tour, the LPJ Tour, is no longer going to, they're canceling their Asian swing, Asian Tour swing, because of coronavirus. Hmm. Ha. Huh. Interesting. How about that? My, my boss was in uh, San Francisco over the weekend, and he said that there were a lot of people with masks on. Oh, this is... I'm so happy you brought this up. This was I wanted to <laughs> okay. take a picture of this so damn bad. I was playing at Houston National yesterday. And there was a dude with the face mask on and he was carrying two draft beers. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, What the fuck are you doing? I was like, I don't know, it just it was the funniest scene I've ever seen. It was incredible. Man, that's wild. How do you do that? He's in his it's, golf outfit. He's great. like going out to the cart, beers in <laughs> hand, double fisting, and he's got a fucking face mask on. It was, it was awesome. That's pretty outrageous. Man, good for him. All right, KJ, let's do some personal golf here. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in so far. So, KJ, tell us about New Zealand. How did New Zealand even come about? Because that's a pretty wild story in and of itself. Unreal. Okay. Take it away. So... I'm, I'm playing a golf club at Houston. Um, I guess it was probably about a year ago um, with a buddy of ours called Dumpy. Uh, we we're just got paired with these two people. It was completely full tee sheet. And these two joined us because um, that was the only place for them to go. And the golf skill level of the other two individuals was there was a very big gap between us and Dumpy. Like, we'd hit a shot, okay, and then we'd slam a full beer before they got up to hitting, before we got to hit our next shot. So, so rough, rough. It was, oh, we were hammered. Um, <laughs> sounds sounds like a common theme with my rounds of golf. But anyways, this guy, um, I was helping him with, nah. I was helping him out because he set up with his feet, like, behind each other. Like, Briny Baird used to putt. He would set up with his feet <laughs> like that. Yep. So, I was helping him out, and, you know, he started hitting the ball better. Um, and we just got to talking and 
we started talking about hunt and I told him my dream hunt is a red stag in New Zealand. He goes, you want to go to New Zealand? I don't even know if he was, he was from New Zealand at this point. Okay. This guy invited me over to New Zealand. He paid for me and Dumpy's round trip flight. Okay. I didn't realize he paid for the flight. I thought you he just had to get down there for both of our round trip flights. Wow. Um, he paid for, he put us up in a very nice hotel in Wellington uh, which one of the towns we stayed in. And then at his vacation home in Queenstown, overlooking the lake, like right on Jack's Point. Unreal. No we get deal. there, like the hospitality was unbelievable. You know, he took us out to nice dinners, you know, had a few steaks. Um, you know, he even paid for our rounds of golf once we got, you know, to the South Island. Um, but it was just, we get to the, we get to Wellington, get to the hotel and there's a guy in a black SUV and goes, Mr. Johnson? It's like, we had a driver oh my down gosh. there. It was unreal. The golf, absolutely unreal as well. Like, every every course over there is like a Lynx-style type course. Mm-hmm. But it's very, very hilly as far as up and down. You can have some that the yardage changed 20, 30 yards because of the slope. Like, big time. Uh, windy most days. Got to play Kari Cliffs, which is just north of Auck- Auckland where we flew in. And we stayed there one night, and then we drove down to Lake Taupo, which is kind of in the middle of the North Island, um, played some more golf there. We actually played a Jack Nicklaus course. The greens were so tough. Like, you already know my woes with putting already. No. Last time, I had as many putts as I had there. The greens were only at 10 or 10 and a half, and I asked the guy, you know, these are one of the slower greens that we played on this trip. He goes, if we made them any faster, you, like, the greens would be illegal. Because there's so much slope and so much, like, it's just unreal. Unreal. I had 41 putts. Last time I did that, I uh, tomahawked a putter into a pond about 80 yards. Got a lot <laughs> on it and then got suspended in college. So it was, it was, it was rough, but we played Whoops. Played, we played uh, in Lake Taupo, and then we drove, o- drove over to Hawks Bay, which is where uh, Cape Kidnappers is. Okay. Best golf course I've ever played, hands down. Like, just Beautiful, absolutely beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a sister course of Kari Clips. The same people, the Robertsons, own both of those courses. Um, very, very nice courses. Then we drove down to Wellington, played one round there, and then we caught a flight to Queenstown, which is in the South Island. And that town is just unreal. It looks nice. fake. It looks nice. fake. On the hill, overlooking the lake. I mean, the lake is downtown. Like it goes downtown, goes around it. Um, and his house, of course, was. On the golf course, r- overlooking the lake. So we actually, I actually dove in the lake. It was like 50, 55 degrees. <laughs> it was pretty cold. It was pretty cold. Nice. But it was just unreal golf trip. I think we played like 10 or 11 rounds of golf. What was the low round? Uh, I think I shot 70 once. Okay. What was the high round? Uh, for me, it was 78. Okay. Dumpy, That's pretty consistent. Dumpy had some rough ones. Had some real rough ones. Based off the videos that you were sending us at least – the one first off, we gotta get you logged back into the Instagram. <laughs> That's in and that was some sending, cool slow mo videos. He was sending the videos to me and Scaff, and then one of us would post it on the Instagram. Hilarious. Yeah. I have way more than I sent y'all, so we'll get we'll get some of those photos and videos up. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll probably put together a recap video. What was your favorite course that you played? Cape Kidnappers. Cape Kidnappers. I'll, I'll tell you, we played a lot of good golf courses, like. Very high-end, nice golf courses. Um, he was actually able to get us into a couple that I don't think we could have gotten on. Um, Millbrook, 
was nice. That was the only golf course over there that looked like it could be in the States. Every other one, just unreal. That's so cool. It had like a, most of the golf courses over there, you, you get kind of a, uh, it's like a Monterey Bay type feel, but it's so up and down as far as the, the undulation on the golf course. Seriously, like 20, 30 yard different shots sometimes. I still don't get the story. Yeah. So, okay. So, yeah. So, anyways, he just invited me over. I've met this guy one time. And, and he, just a quick side note. I've played a decent amount, amount of drunk golf rounds with you, and I like you, but <laughs> you're not. Yeah. No, this was unreal. This you're was not unreal. The, yeah, I don't know. I wouldn't invite you to New Zealand. I'm not everybody's cup of tea. I'll tell you that. <laughs> you usually love me or hate me on the golf course. But, um, yeah. So, it, what, what it ended up being is I went over there and, taught three of his managers how to play golf pretty much they didn't have any you know golf i mean not Zero even golf how experience. to hold a golf club or anything Yikes. like that one guy didn't know if he was right-handed or left-handed um oh i don't like that question i've gotten that a few times it's like uh how do you swing a baseball bat they're like i've never swung a baseball bat well shit like i don't know what to yeah pick one yeah, yeah. Pick but one. it actually went well um saw a lot of progress especially with one of the guys so it was good um mr baker was nailing him right down the fairway his tee game was night and day difference from when i saw him the first time which is good i mean that's i think what kind of got us to new zealand is yeah you know, me giving him lessons but uh it was just and props to all everything for, and props to y'all for actually falling through yeah and going that's what he said he's like most he's people like, most people wouldn't you know take this opportunity they'd just be like no it's across the world i don't know this guy and i no. can't take time off of work i can't do this, that, and the other, a lot of It all just worked out timing-wise because I was changing over jobs, so I yeah. actually had all of January off. That's nice. Yeah. So, I mean, it worked out really well. And just... props to Dumpy for actually going, too. <laughs> I remember we were playing golf, and he was like, dude, should I actually go? And I was like, man, this sounds like a once-in-a-lifetime kind of trip. <laughs> KJ's going with you. Like, KJ needs an eye on him. <laughs> go keep an eye on KJ. I think if Nate would have played that round of golf with me at Golf Club of Houston and it would have been me and Nate in New Zealand, I probably wouldn't be here right now. We would have probably not made it back. <laughs> it was it was awesome. <laughs> uh, oh, that's but yeah, amazing. having Dumpy being one of our more tame friends every now and then, he could let loose though. The first five days was basically a boys trip. Like, yeah. We hadn't met up with Mr. Baker yet. Um, so... It was just us rolling around, drinking way too much alcohol, and hitting way too many golf shots. Yeah. I'd say don't be tame, but, dude, when you let him off the leash. Like, oh, man. Like this weekend. <laughs> oh, man. Dumpy. Shout out to Dumpy Dump. out there. Dumpy. Man, we – one of the few videos that I got over the weekend, because I was thinking about doing, like, an intro. Hey, here's – we play with Justin Ryan, and then Dumpy, I was going to get him with a wedge shot. Sure enough, the next hole, we have a wedge shot, and he just dumps, dumps the, the shit, shit out of it. <laughs> I was like, yes, this is, could not have worked out any better. Oh, man. Winning. And that's why we call him Dumpy. That's why we call him Dumpy. That's why we love Dumpy. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to Dumpy again. <laughs> what a guy. Yeah, it was, it was a fun trip, though. Like, there's no way, like, I think any golf trip's going to top what I just did over there. Like, it was phenomenal. Yeah. Like, we're, we're at the beginning of the year, we are kind of talking about, hey, should we take a trip up to, like, East Texas or the Dallas to go for a trip. That's going to seem like nothing compared to a freaking trip Mr. to New Zealand. Mr. Baker definitely just ruined golf trips for me. Like it's yeah. it's going to be very very hard to uh, even hold a candle to that last one. You're going to have to go to like abandoned dunes. Yep. Or Cabot Cliffs up in Canada. 
I've heard Cabot is amazing. I think I think next golf trip is uh, Straits. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Hey, you know who you should call for that? Our friend Arch Strickland. Oh, he's, yeah. He's been on the pod. Yeah. He's got a trip lined up, actually, out there at theartofgolftravel.com. Everybody tune in for that. Arch oh, Strickland. It's good yeah, idea. yeah. He's doing like a Ryder Cup preview, and he's taking some people out to Whistling Straits. Sweet. Yeah. Get in on that. Ryder Cup is this year. How about that? I love Ryder Cup years. Man, we got to do we got to do like a dedicated episode of just Ryder Cup. Dive deep into like the history of it. How it, done. it was almost like eradicated and then it was really once they opened up to all of Europe, right? It was like Seve Ballesteros once he started playing and got competitive and now we kind of suck at the Ryder not Cup. Now it's not really yeah, it's exactly. not competitive. Advantage Europe. We have drunken fights and Patrick Reed and <laughs> All the other stuff going on. <laughs> man. Oh, goodness. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's fun, man. Glad you had a good time. Glad you made it back. It made awesome. it back safely and all in one piece. Yep. Didn't would, get coronavirus. Would you go back? What? Would you go back? Oh, I'm dying in Queenstown. That's the most beautiful <laughs> town on the planet, dude. It, it literally looks fake. It looks fake. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just un- unbelievable. If you go back and listen to one of our episodes, Campbell Ross... Who we were uh, we were at a we, we were at a wedding last weekend. He was out there. Shout out to Campbell. He he raves about New Zealand golf as well. So mm-hmm. T Bone sounds like we got to get down there, man. I think so. I don't. I would like to have it all paid for and <laughs> everything. Well, it wasn't all yes. paid for. I had to pay for the Wellington to Queenstown, and then you know all of our hotels until we got there, like the first five days, and then everything else was. Mr. Baker. That sounds like a it. bargain trip, though. Oh, dude. You're there for like two weeks. <laughs> I, 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 probably saved, I probably saved like three grand. Just our flights were 1700 bucks. Yeah. I probably saved like three grand. Wow. That's, it was awesome. That's amazing. It was good for you. Phenomenal. Shout out to Mr. Baker, then. Yeah, absolutely. Is there, is there anybody you want to say thank you to on the Yeah, Mr. Episode? Baker, Ben Lau, who was a guy driving us around. You guys are awesome. Uh, if Mr. Baker would like to sponsor the podcast, hey, uh, send, yeah. send three hundred par down to New Zealand. <laughs> um, that sounds fun. Yeah, it was good. It was a lot of fun. Nice. We'll have to send him the episode. I'll send you the link, and you can forward it their way. Gotcha. Good, good stuff. Well, fellas, is there anything else that y'all like to add? That's all I got. Yeah. Next good. next week is Riviera. We'll have more golf next week. Good so tournament. We're going to get to see Tiger. I just brainstormed a little more about celebrities to add. Yeah. You put Donald Trump, Vladimir Putin. Oh, my Putin, gosh. Uh, Kim Jong-un, see if he's really capable of hitting those 11 hole-in-ones. We're going to get some viewers. <laughs> to spit that would here. be a show. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't even know. <laughs> I'm trying to, okay, uh, other celebrities to play. I'm trying to, I mean, most athletes or are, are there any musicians like I, I, okay, it would be cool to see like a Steph Curry out there. Yep, but he's in season Larry right the now. Cable guy, Larry the Cable. He's, he's done, been out he's there done before. before. Yeah, uh, Jake Owen. I yep. think I'd like to see Jake Owen. Did he not play? Not to my knowledge. I didn't mm. see him. I don't know either. Yeah, it's tough with those basketball guys. Even like a J.R. Smith, dude. J.R. Smith's got a good swing. Well, he's not really in season. Nobody's picked him up. <laughs> Still available as free agent. Uh yeah. Well, Do you know who's a great golfer? Who's that? Uh Darren Williams. <laughs> <laughs> He'd be Fucking good. low blow T Bone. He'd be good to be out to <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit. Zinger. What are you doing? What are you doing out here? Hey, 
I mean, if you're going to keep throwing out these, oh, would you beat me and KJ with the, <laughs> I'm going to have it in the back pocket, ready to go. T-Bone, I'd like to see you qualify for one of those tournaments. S my D on that one. <laughs> Goodness gracious. going to have to in this censor that one. It's bloody. Uh, yeah. yeah. What do you do? Gosh, that was too good. That was too good. I had you. Uh, I thought you were going to say like a John man. Smoltz or Mark Mulder no. or I guess Ray Romano was out there. Yeah. Playing. That's pretty cool because he was in the Irishman most recently. It's just a lot of those players don't seem as relevant. Like a Darren Williams, not really relevant. <laughs> Hence, he can work on his golf game a lot, dickhead. <laughs> uh, all right. You're kids. the worst. Go qualify for one of those tournaments and then talk to me. Uh. We'll I'm to shoot 74, and I got I was an alternate. We know you're good. It's just <laughs> funny. Thanks, T-Bone. God bless you and sick and bears. <laughs> Baylor's still number one in the country. You know that? Men's basketball? Yeah, big game tonight. Boom. Who we got? UT. Oh, we'll beat him. It's yeah. not a big game. We'll beat yeah. him. I really hope that ages well <laughs> with this podcast. Okay, well, that wraps it up. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Again, follow us on social media at 300PartPod to stay up to date with all of our tweets, Instagram stories, anytime we play golf or anytime we post some funny content. KJ, that video of you slipping. Oh, well, yeah. Slipper Magoo. You like that? Slipper Magoo? That was a good one. Do you like my, do you like my caption on that? Yeah. <laughs> God, I bombed that one, too. Just bombed it. 30 yards short of me. So, yeah, I did. I hit that ball over 300 yards. <laughs> Just because you bombed it doesn't mean I didn't bomb it. <laughs> yeah. You know, it took your money. I, that I, that's, a good weekend, that's the man. first time ever in my life do I, like, remember thinking, shit, T-Bone might have some competition with bombs here. Because T-Bone does bomb Would the ball. Would you care to add? But he hits Would you care it to add, T-Bone? <laughs> Would you care to add? No. No, get out of here. I'm done with you right now, you jerk. Okay, follow again, follow us. You know the drill. Subscribe, rate, and review. Give us a five stars. Write that review on Apple Podcasts. If you're watching on YouTube, thanks for tuning in. Click that subscribe button to stay up to date with all of our content. Click that subscribe button. If you like it, like the video. Comment below on who do you think is going to win the Genesis Open this week. If you have to do a quick predictions, who you got. Didn't J.B. Holmes win last year? Day. That's when all that jazz was going on with J.B. Holmes. Jason Day is going to win. Jason Day, who you got? Is Fred Couples still playing this event? <laughs> Fred Couples. Actually, Tiger's... Bless your heart, T-Bone. So, Tiger's paired with Steve Shooker this week. Hmm. I didn't okay. think Steve Shooker would still be playing. Uh, Woods is grouped with Justin Thomas and Steve Shooker. This is like the one tournament that Tiger has never won out of all of his years of playing. And he's the host of the tournament. I think this is the first year it's an invitational now. It's not like a general PGA Tour tournament. So it's the Tiger Woods Genesis Open. I think I will take Roy McIlroy for this one. This is a very hard golf course. This is like one of the tougher golf courses on the PGA Tour. It's going to take some really good ball striking. Uh, Justin Thomas had that awesome shank last year because they like had some daylight problems. So I think he like started on there, and there's it was on the first hole of the day the next week, and nobody was on the course, and – Shanker Magoo off the face of the planet, kind of like Rom at uh, the Masters. Yep. It's phenomenal. Thanks, everybody, again for tuning in. Scott, T-Bone, KJ, stay tuned for next week. And remember, little white ball is live.